0: Hello and welcome to Growing Paints, the marketing podcast for parent and baby brands who want to grow and get more consistent sales but without the overwhelm of feeling like you have to be online 24-7. I'm Sophie, your host and a Facebook and Instagram ad strategist who specialises in parent and baby brands as well as a mum of two girls. Join me each week as I, alongside some wonderful guests, share practical tips and advice about how you can use and combine marketing strategies to get more impact for your effort. A quick warning before we start, I can get a little bit sweary, so just be careful of any little ears listening along. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of Growing Pains. In this episode, we're going to be looking at whether you're ready for ads. And I've got five different things that you can have a look at to see whether you're ready for ads. Now, if it all hurts your head a little bit and you really prefer talking these things through with someone, I do actually offer a free 15-minute game plan calls where we get on a call, I will ask you some questions, we'll go through the five different things I'm talking about today, and I can kind of help you make that decision about whether you're ready for ads And if you're not, what is it specifically that we can do or you can go away and do so that you can get ready for ads? So we've got five things to talk about today and none of them are actually related to ads, which might surprise you. But actually, it shouldn't because ads are just there to amplify what's already going on. So if your foundations are strong of your business, then your ads are going to be more effective and cost you less. However, if your foundations are a little bit shaky, then your ads are going to be less effective and cost you more. It really is as simple as that. So the stronger your foundations, the better your ads are going to run. And that's why these five things are really important. So the first thing we're going to start with today is, do you have a proven product or service? So do you know what you're selling, who you're selling it to, why they want it, and have you actually sold it to them? Now, this is really important because in the really early days of running a business, it can feel a little bit like you are talking to nobody. You know, you've got really small social media following. You probably haven't got a big email list. You've spent ages and ages like either training and whatever service you're offering or, you know, designing products, importing products, sorting it all out. You've, You've got your business. It's there. You've got your website. You've spent ages designing it. And then you're sort of ready to sell and maybe you're struggling to get in front of people. So you think, oh, I'll use ads. That's not to say you can't use ads. And there are definitely some certain ads that will help you with this stage. But if you haven't got a proven product or service, like if you haven't sold it to anyone, it's going to be really hard to nail your messaging, nail your audience and nail the pain points. Because actually those are the things that you really need to know when you're writing your ads. If you go back to episode one and two, I talk all about audience and messaging. And you really need to have sold some of your product to understand why did they buy the product? What pain point are you solving? And actually demonstrating that there is a need for your product. Because if no one's buying it, then you might need to rethink the product or service. You might need to think the messaging around it. So you need to have sold it. You need to know what you're selling and you need to know why you're selling it. Now, I know that probably sounds really obvious. But you would be surprised how many people come to me and say, well, I haven't actually sold any yet, but that's just because I'm not getting in front of enough people. If you are at that point where you've got this product or service and you just can't seem to get anyone to buy from you, maybe you're just uh, shouting out into the ether on social media and just hoping you land on someone who might be interested. What I'd really encourage you to do is narrow down your audience. So rather than using ads to expand it, narrow it down. Look at your network. Who is in your network that might be interested in your product or service? Make your pool of people smaller. So if you are aiming for a certain type of person, are there other people that are also aiming for a certain type of person? For example, uh, if your product targets mums who are really tired, let's just say, are there other practitioners or service providers or products that also target mums who's tired who might recommend your product to their clients? So say, for example, other nutritionists might target mums who are tired. So you could speak to a group of nutritionists who target mums, see if they'll then recommend your product. Like that's the sort of thing you need to be doing because actually nutritionists that target mums are a much smaller, more accessible group of people than just going onto Instagram and hoping that you reach the people that you're looking for. So that's what I recommend. But if you have got proven product, you've had people buy your product, it doesn't have to be hundreds but just enough that you feel confident that this product or service is needed and necessary, you understand what your target audience wants, you understand their pain points, and you know why they want your product in particular, so your USPs, then that's a good sign that you are ready to start for ads. Okay, on to the next one. So the next one, number two, is have you got a warm audience who are engaged in your business in some way? Now, this is kind of similar to my first point, but it's a slightly different issue. So it might be that you have got some people who have bought your products, maybe you've tapped into a local market, uh, and now you're ready to expand out. And what we need to do when using ads is we need to give Facebook information. So we need to be able to tell Facebook, these are the type of people that are gonna be interested in my product. Now, if we don't have a very large or engaged social media following, if we don't have an email list, if we don't have much data on our website, It's really hard for us to tell Facebook who they should be looking for. And we're going to spend more money with Facebook trying to find them, essentially. So Facebook will go and find them for you, but it will take a lot more money and a lot more time. And the likelihood is you'll probably give up before they actually get there. So you really need that warm audience. We really need to be moving people into our world by reaching lots of new people all the time. So we want to be getting people on our email list. We want to be getting people onto our website. We want to be growing our social media following. Now, we can use ads to support those objectives. So it might be that you're not ready to run purchase uh, ads yet because we can't tell Facebook who you're looking for. But what we can do is use ads to build our social media, to get people on our email list and to get people on our website. So really, it's about investing in those early stages of moving people into a warm audience before you then go out for the purchases. Now, the next one is if you are going to spend money sending people to your website or a landing page, whatever it is, really it has to be one that converts for whatever kind of action you want them to take. It needs to convert. And so many times I see uh, businesses who have either built their website themselves because they Understandably, need to save money at the beginning of their business, or they've had a web designer set it up who doesn't really understand conversions and maybe it looks really nice, but it's not optimized for people to buy from you. Now, there is really no point in sending people to your website if you want them to buy from you if your website is not converting them. Now, on average, if, in terms of e com on average, we, you're going to get about a two to 3% conversion rate, and that's assuming your product price point isn't above maybe 100 to £200. Pounds. If it is higher, then it will be lower, understandably, just because people need more time to kind of think about the purchase. But really, yeah, 2 to 3% is great. If your conversion rate is under 1%, then that really is something you need to be thinking about before you're sending traffic to your website to convert. Because what it means is you're going to have to send a lot more people to your website before they'll actually convert into paying customers, which is obviously just going to um, cost you more money. So really the things you need to be looking at are things like, it needs to be fast loading. So your website needs to be quick so that people don't click off while they're waiting. You need to make sure that all of the all of the buttons work, all of the pages work. Like really test your website inside and out and get someone else to do it as well because sometimes we just become blind to these things. You know, make sure your add to cart button's working. Make sure your checkout process is really simple. Like we don't want people to have to sign up for an account. Look at your postage and packaging costs. Are they proportionate to what you're selling? Like, is it gonna be a massive jump for people if they're buying a five pound product and then your postage and packaging is four pounds? Like that might be an issue. Make sure they can see what they need to see right at the top of the page, especially landing pages. So service-based businesses. If you are looking to collect leads or if you're just looking to grow your email list, we really need the key information right at the top of the page. Plenty of buttons to allow people to convert as well. There's nothing worse than scrolling and scrolling and scrolling to try and take the action and not finding a button. So those are all things you need to think about. And then really dig into the uh, e-com businesses in particular, but also service-based businesses. How many people are landing on your pages? How many people are abandoning? You know, what are those percentages? What's the abandoned cart rate? And what's your average order amount as well? That's another thing as well you need to be looking at. Because if your average order is lower than about £30, then you might struggle with ads to get enough purchases to make the ad spend worth it, essentially, because you're going to be using up quite a chunk of your profit margin to get people on there and to get them converted, especially initially. Lots of those things to think about. And this is the one that often we, when I'm having calls with people in the 15-minute chat, this is the one that we often spend the most amount of time on because people are, I get really frustrated and they don't really understand how to change their website. Um, and I do actually work with some fantastic website specialists who I'm going to be having on the podcast soon. So I'm really looking forward to being able to share those episodes with you as well. Okay, now the pixel. This is something that is like a one-time only job. Now, it feels really painful at the time. And when I work with clients, this is the one thing that I go in and sort out for them straight away. And it's often a real relief that they know it's just done. There's also something as well called conversion API, which is relatively new. It's about a year old. You need both. Okay. So I'm just going to tell you that straight up. What they are are pieces of code that go on your website. And they allow Facebook to track the actions that people on your website are taking. So it allows us to have reporting. It allows us, Facebook, to learn what people are doing on your website and to go back and find the right people. Now, it is something that you can get a tech VA to do quite easily. Facebook has a lot of documentation on how to do it. Or if you're working with someone like me, my upcoming group program, there's going to be a whole module on sorting out the tech and getting ads managers set up. You also need to verify your domain as well. These are all little snippets of code that actually are relatively simple when you know how, but do take a little bit of time if you're trying to work it out on your own. But they're really, really critical and you won't be able to run ads without them or certainly not ads for purchases anyway. Okay. Okay. So the final thing, so number five, it's really great imagery. Now, interestingly, this doesn't always have to be big product photo shoots. When I run ads for clients, we test lots of different types of imagery. Some of it is big branded photo shoots so flat lays images of the items on their own. Other times we'll use more like lifestyle images and they could be, they could be professional like photography that you've paid for like a lovely lifestyle shoot. It could be user-generated content. It could be photos that your customers have sent in to you of them using the products. It could be influencer content. So if you work with influencers and they create uh, content for you, it could be that. So there's lots of different ways that you can get content. Now, with a service-based business, it can be slightly trickier, especially if you're reluctant to use your face. But you need to think about what images you're going to use. And I'd really recommend you go back through your organic social media, like what images have done well, you know, Canva's is such a fantastic resource for stuff like this. Make sure that you have a look at what's done well, what's got obviously got people's attention and stopped them scrolling. And how can you sort of replicate that in an ad? You can using bright colors, using eye-catching imagery. It doesn't have to be like 100% related to what you're talking about. It just needs to kind of stop the scroll. And then you've obviously got the copy to then reel them in. So that's the fifth one. So quick overview for you: number one, you've got have you got a proven product or service? So you really need to have sold sold your product or service to know whether you want to then use ads to grow it. Number two, have you got a warm audience of people who are engaged in your business in some way? And that could be um, across social media, email, uh, website visits. Like maybe you've got a really active blog, that sort of thing. Number three, your website or landing page needs to convert visitors. So you need to make sure that you are getting some consistent results and you make sure your website is gonna convert those customers when they land on it. And then number four is the pixel and conversion API. You need to make sure those are loaded onto your website and are tracking the right events. And that is something that a tech VA can do. or you can find lots of documentation on Facebook to help you with that finally you've got imagery and creatives so just having a think about what images you've got and testing different options so again test 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 we will try different styles of imagery so we will try like the flat lays the lifestyle shoots the user generated content we'll try videos versus static imagery all that sort of thing you want to be able to test different things and you need like a sort of stock of images that you can use to be able to do that I hope that has been helpful. Again, if it's something you think, yeah, I'm still not 100% sure if I'm ready to run ads or not, make sure you book in one of those free calls. You can just go to socialpod.co.uk forward slash book a call. I'll put the link in the show notes as well to book in one of those slots with me. And I'd love to talk to you about whether your business is ready for ads or not. There's absolutely no selling involved at all. It genuinely is me just chatting through where you are at the moment and whether you are ready for ads or not. Thank you so much. And I will see you next time. Thank you so much for joining me. Before you go, make sure you subscribe to the podcast so you can receive new episodes right when they're released. And if you have enjoyed these podcast episodes, I'd really love to ask you to leave a review in Apple Podcasts. Reviews are one of the major ways that Apple ranks their podcasts. And it only takes a few seconds, but really does make a massive difference to new people finding me. Thank you again for joining me, Sophie, in this episode of Growing Pains. See you next time.